Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and welcome to the Box Hard Podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Mikey Garcia. Yo, it's your boy, the odd guy himself, Malik King Scott. Hi, I'm Charlie Edwards. This is Fast Eddie Chambers, and you're listening to the Box Hard Podcast with my main man, Joey Coastman. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 64 of the Box Hard Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Coastman. As always, I'm joined by Ayaz Sumra, the infamous Ayaz Sumra. Ayaz, how are you doing? I'm good, Joey. How are you? Very good, my friend. Very good. So this is going to be yet another show, yet another episode of the Box Hard Podcast. This one's going to be very, very short, I predict. Um, I don't see it lasting too long. There's a couple of fights to review, unfortunately, where we're in a bit of a um, a bit of a dead season for the boxing at the moment, going through sort of January, December times. Um, especially this weekend, there's no fights at all to preview, so there will be no preview. So part one will consist of the review part, where we're going to go over a few fights that happened in Japan on the weekend, just gone. And um, that's really going to be it for the talking. Then we're going to bring in guest number one. Part two will consist of the news that Ayaz is going to bring us, the great news for this week. So it's been not too much boxing action in terms of fighting, but there has been quite a lot of movement in the news side of stuff. So that is good stuff. So um, yeah, we're going to roll straight into part one. We're going to talk about the reviewing. So we're going to start with a card that happened over in the R Lake Coliseum in Tokyo, Japan. At the top of the bill over there, Naoya Inoue, he actually stopped his opponent Koei Kono in the sixth round via TKO. So Inoue retains his WBO World Super Flyweight title. A really, really good fighter. I was talking about him a little bit last week. I was saying how tremendously talented he is. So um, definitely look out for Inoue. I think he's going to probably be moving up maybe in the near future. He is already a two-weight world champion. He's now 12-0, so incredible stuff from him. Also on this bill, Akira Yagashi. Uh, he won his fight in the 12th round. He left it late to get the TKO, so he moves to 25 wins. He's got the five losses as well. Uh, he is the IBF World Light Flyweight Champion, just to clear up any confusion. That's it for the card over in Tokyo. We're now going to talk about a fight that happened over in the USA at the Boom Fitness Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. Top of the bill, Hank Lundy. He got the job done over his man in the 12th round. It was a unanimous decision win in his his favor so he picked up the vacant well it's now not vacant but he picked up the UBF world lightweight title so not a you know not a widely recognized world title but it's the universal boxing federation world title so nonetheless a piece of silverware there for the mantelpiece for Hank Lundy so he's now 27 wins and six losses with the one draw friend of the show Hank Lundy so good stuff for him that's it for the USA we're now going to go over to Tokyo once again this one over in the Ota City General Gymnasium uh, top of the bill over here Jezreel Corrales 20 and 1 going into his fight he won a very very close split decision so um, a split decision win for him and he retained successfully his WBA Super World Super Featherweight title so 12 rounds that fight went the full distance but a good win there for Corrales his opponent who, to be completely honest, I thought was a little bit overlooked by some of the hardcore boxing fans. He was a good fighter, Uchiyama. So, um, 
Yeah, good win there for Corrales, nonetheless. And also on this bill, there was a draw, which we're not, you know, we're never happy to hear about draws unless it's been a real, real, you know, great, like a like a type of Derek Chisora, Dillian White fight. Unfortunately, I didn't actually see the fight, but um, Ryochi Taguchi, he drew in the 12th round. It was a split draw with Carlos Canizales. Canizales was 16-0 and and Taguchi was 25-2 and with one draw. So Taguchi remains the WBA World Light Flyweight Champion. And um, maybe we'll see a rematch. Hopefully so. But that's really it for that bill over in Tokyo. We're now going to leave Tokyo. We're going to go over to another part of Japan. It was really buzzing in Japan last weekend. A fight to mention on this bill. Kosi Tanaka. He was 7-0 and going into this fight. Fighting for his world title. Just 7-0 and going into this fight. He actually picked up a TKO in round 5. The title was vacant. But he beat Moises Fuentes. Who had a record of 24-2 and with one draw. And Tanaka is now the new WBO World Light Flyweight Champion. So it's really buzzing the boxing over in Japan, which is cracking stuff for Asian boxing. Also over in Japan, the final bill to mention of the review part of the show. Uh, this one shocked me. This one happened over in Kyoto, Japan. Top of the bill over here, Yukinori Oguni. 18-1 and with one draw. He was going in there against a 22-0 knockout merchant, Jonathan Guzman. 22-0 with 22 knockouts. I was raving about him. I was even saying that he's got a bit of a claim to be in the pound-for-pound rankings, hopefully, uh, in the near future. But Jonathan Guzman, it was a shock loss. He lost unanimously over 12 rounds, so he was dethroned of his IBF World Super Bantamweight title. So... Uh, Yukinori Aguni now, the man to beat him, so the new IBF World Super Bantamweight Champion. So that's, you know, another division that's hotting up the Super Bantamweight division. Hopefully we see some good fights over there. I'd definitely like to see uh, Yukinori Aguni in there with someone like Keith Galahad. You know, I definitely think that's a that's a tr- tremendous fight that should be pretty easy to make. But, you know, will it happen over in the UK is a different story. Also on that bill for the WBA World Flyweight title, that one was being contested. And uh, this one was on the same bill, as I say. Kazuto Ioka, 20-1 going into his fight. He actually picked up the win here, a TKO win in round seven. Uh, he beat his opponent, Kensa who I haven't actually heard much of. Uh, that's Yutana Kensa. He was 15-0. But um, Ioka got the job done here. So the WBA World Flyweight Champion, Ioka, he still remains the champion. And that really is it for the reviewing. That is it. I've tried to whiz for it as quick as I could. I know that these Japanese fighters in these flyweight divisions and all this stuff, I know that it gets a bit uh, a bit confusing. So I tried to get for it as quick as I could. I tried to avoid any confusion. I hope that I've done that for you. That's really it for the review part of the show. The last thing I've got to do before we end part one, of course, is to welcome our first guest. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the former world heavyweight title challenger, Mr. Arta Spilka. Arta, welcome to the show. Hey, welcome. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Hey. First I say, first I say, my English is no good, you know, everybody, I hope so, understand me, you know, and, and I think so, it's good. Yeah, and everybody hear me loud and clear. Yeah, everyone can hear you, don't worry about that, but we will be able to understand you. Your English is a lot, is a lot better than you think it is, believe me. So, Arta, so. um, you're, you know, you're supposed to be fighting on the Deontay Wilder undercard on February 25th. 
Now, firstly, of course, you fought Wilder yourself last year in 2016. And in my opinion, if I'm being honest, I thought you was winning that fight until he, knocked, until he landed that knockout punch. A lot of people say that Deontay Wilder's not as good as his record makes him look. How good is Deontay Wilder? Yeah, you have, you have a good question. Um, we don't know how is he good. We don't know. We not will be. We will be know it when he will be fight with somebody big guy like a Fury, like a Joshua, like a Klitschko. You understand me? Now he know. He know. I think so. He know was a good fighter, like a very hungry. Maybe me. Sorry, I was hungry. You know, I was really, really win. But I told you something. I told you everybody. Everybody see this fight, and everybody will see what happened. He 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 knocked me out, but, but this was lucky. He because I break my hand, I must open. I must be because I know I my my strong hand is left hand, and I must open. He he punched me very like uh, lucky, and you know. But we will see future who will be because when I think so when he today why they will be fight with Povetkin. Povetkin knock him out, you know, easy easy fight for him because Povetkin have good. Good put distance, you know. He fight very great, very well, and then I think so. I think so. We will see when he will be fight with somebody else, good fighter and tall and strong and everybody. You know, somebody hungry, somebody confident, and we will see what he, when he will be have trouble. You know, now we don't know nothing. He fight for nobody. If he have four four defense, no five defense. Uh, no, uh, what is English? No. No real strong tests. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. Four, four, uh, def- five defense, but no, uh, like uh, one uh, pretender. You know what is English? Ah, uh, right. Okay, all voluntaries. Yeah, exactly. He have he he can fight fifteen people's uh, WBC, and he, you know, this is crazy. This is for me very crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it is very crazy. Um, uh, you know, you're right. I can't wait till. He hey, I told you something. I told you Go something on. about about wider. When you watch wider, you think so he's easy, you know, because because uh, before I do this, I think this. When when I fight with him, before while watching fight, I say, ah, easy, easy. I go one punch and because he opened the same, yeah. But when you go to ring and you won't find him, this is hard because he have long long arms, he have diff, uh, no comfortable style, you know, and he have. Pretty good punch, but no strong like everybody think. I know this is funny because he knocked me out and I say he's not strong punch. But before before when he knocked me out, I uh, he punched me a lot. And I say, uh, you know, Mike Molo, I fight Mike Molo two times. And he was guy the best when I fight like a strong punch. You know, he was the best punch ever when I fight somebody. He when he punched me, wherever went, chin, head, or arms. Buddy, I feel, you know, I feel one week ago, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, wider, wider is, oh, you know, is, uh, we will see, I told you. But but I give you 100% when you watch him, you think so, he is easy. When you go fight with him and you won't find like a good punch, chin, good punch, buddy, this is hard. He is no comfortable, gone, no comfortable style and he is pretty fast, you know. He's fast. He have good jab, left jab. Yeah, yeah, no, he does, he does. 
And um, as you said, you, you broke your hand in that fight. That was in the fifth round, is that right? Yeah, well, actually, I, you know, you, you can ask my coach, Ronnie says, I, I break hand two weeks before. I'm not sparring one week before. I'm not, uh, I, you know, I'm not uh, train left hand. But, uh, you know, I go to doctor and he give me shots, you know, like uh, something like no pain. But mm-hmm. when you're not pain all hand, this this place what what he gave me shot when you strong punch and everything you 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 feel more 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 and in five round I break very hard and after this fight I was surgery and two surgery and uh, after surgery doctor give me six month cost you know this is a lot of time yeah yeah okay all right we'll we'll leave that the on a wilder fight there. So I'm happy. I'm happy because you're, you know, you're in a, you're going to be in a big fight again. Uh, you know, if 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 you do end up fighting Brazil, it's on a, it's on a big stage. On obviously, you know, a world title fight undercard, and you deserve another big fight. So I'm happy that you've got it. Um, now, obviously, you know, if you do take on Brazil, his last fight he got knocked out in round seven by Anthony Joshua. So you're both coming off of losses to heavyweight world champions. Did you watch Brazil's fight with Joshua? What did you think of that fight if you saw it? Hey man, of course I watch. I, I watch everything, you know. I, I love boxing. This is not like uh, when I fight I hard. No, I watching everything. I watch amateur boxing. I watch heavyweight boxing. I watch, you know, everything. I watch all boxing because I love this, you know. And, you know, uh, Brazil was pretty good, you know. He no, you know, very important. I love fighters who not scared. We must be, I must be honest, he not scared Joshua, you see, but he was very, like, uh, like uh, he fight, but he was, he, uh, he was confident, but he scared, uh, go to him, like, uh, really hard, like, uh, go white one time, you know, mm-hmm. Dillian White, I think so, but, you know, was pretty good, but, you know, Joshua, Joshua now, is, is, I think so, maybe three, maybe two, the best fighter of the world heavyweight, I think so. Yes. We'll see. No, he he fight good. He fight good. Joshua fight good. Joshua punch him uh, uh, right hand, and after this, he 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 every time go to back, go to back, you know, and and, and no have idea like uh, what he must do when when it's hard. I mm-hmm. think so, but you know, this is not this is my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he didn't look—he didn't look very good in that fight, Brazil. So, what do you think of Brazil? Not just about that fight, not just about the bad fight he had with Joshua, but you know, he's—he's—he he was an Olympian, a good amateur. He was the number one amateur for the for the US. He's unbeaten as a pro until he fought Joshua. What do you think of him as a fighter without the Joshua fight? And how confident are you that you can be the man to beat him? I think so. He is a good man, good fighter. Uh, he's tall, you know. He's strong. He, I think so. He's pretty strong. He is. Uh, he look like, uh, you know, no, very good. But I think so. He's smart when he was ring. You know, he when he fight with Ami Mansour. You yeah. see this fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he. I think so. Mansour maybe will be better, but he uh, uh, more, more, more. Punch good left jab, good right jab, good right uppercut. There he break uh, chin or or cut or cut uh, uh, inside mouth. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know he's his he's tongue, good. His tongue, his tongue was yeah, uh, tongue exactly tongue. And, and you know 
and I think so. He is good fighter, but if I must be uh, find my chance, I think so. He's slow, too slow for me, and we will see. We will see. Now this is fight, you know. I know what I do. I train hard every day. We, me and Ronnie, uh, we have tactic. We every day train this, and he say, Arthur, you look great. You look awesome. You know now when no pain hand. I can punch everything. You know what I say? You know what I do? What what I have? Like, uh, I'm not happy because when I fight with Wider, I won't punch him strong left hand body, you know, left body. But I can because I break this hand. And, you know, and I was like, ah, why? You know why? I was, uh, every time I think about this fight, I won't win with him, maybe somebody else, and I won't rematch. I, I, I can wait, man. Yeah, yeah, no, I can't wait either. It was a good fight. As I say, I thought you were winning that fight. Now, um, I've got to ask you this. Obviously, top of the bill on February 25th is Deontay Wilder. As I said, you fought him last year. He's fighting another Polish fighter. He's fighting, I'm probably going to say his name with, with the wrong pronunciation, but Andrzej Wozik. Was it a good pronunciation or not? Uh, Andrzej Wozik, this is, listen to me. I don't want to talk about this fight very, very well because... This is my friend, you know. This yeah, is my yeah, big yeah. friend. This is my big. You. I was gonna exactly. ask you if he's your friend. Yeah. So this is my big friend. This is my, you know, this is my great, great. You know, we we are we are big friends, and I think so. If I must be honest, very important will be what he will be have hand, uh, head inside. You know, mentally, uh, mentally. This will be important because I told you something. When I fight with Wider, before fight. He watched me like uh, you know. He looked me. He like uh, actor. He won't scare me. I I was funny because why he fucking looked me like that? You know. I was I smile and we was together and he looked me. He he try face like uh, I don't know. For example, Madonna. I don't know. I told you it was funny, and I know I know because I'm Morios. I I was a lot fight hooligans. You know before. And I know he actor. He know confidence like uh, for like uh, I fight with Jennings before. You know, I know Jennings is as he was really want me. You know, uh, wider know was big confidence. And I think so. The best important will be mentally Andrew. You know Andrew because Andrew is good fighter, but no every time he is confidence. You know. Yeah, well, he's coming off of a win over um, Sosnowski, didn't he? Yes, yes, but you know Sosnowski, this is this is the same, my friend. But he's old now, you know. Mm -hmm. He's old. He's you know he's he, he have trouble uh, hand head. You know when he punch him, he very what is English? He not stay good. He have trouble. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, he, he actually lives about ten minutes away from my house. It's it's funny. I don't even understand why he lives here. But <laughs> who who uh, Sosnowski? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you if you uh, if you will be seeing him. Told him hello, Spilka. Say hello, okay? <laughs> I will do. I will do. Now, finally, the last two questions I've got for you now, Arthur, yeah. is um, there's a big fight being made. Well, it's been made already, coming up this year. Um, a fight that I've been really happy about that it's been made. Anthony Joshua against um, Vladimir Klitschko. Obviously, both guys, you know, as you said, Wilder and Joshua, both good fighters, but we need to see them in there with a serious 
big, strong guy. Now it's happening with Anthony Joshua. He's fighting uh, Vladimir Klitschko. How do you see this fight playing out? Who's going to win? Man, this is a very interesting question because <laughs> because I can wait this fight. This is one fight What I really wait. You know, um, I think about I go maybe there because I fight here February, January, February. I I I back home March and maybe I go. You know, I'm I want very well. I want very. You know, this is my. For me, this will be the best question. How he's good, Joshua? No Klitschko because we know how is Klitschko. We know, yeah. and everybody think. I think so because I read you know comments. I read a lot, um, a lot. Um, pro, what this people who touches on the boxing blogs, you know, and yeah. and. Everybody thinks Joshua winner. I'm not sure he winner. I think so. Uh, a lot better is Klitschko, but he is now older. Every day he is older. You know, we don't know what will be uh, what will be later. But I told you something. Klitschko have strong punch. Klitschko is uh, tall, and Klitschko have good left jab. Listen to me, everybody. Every, an experience, of course, yeah. But listen, everybody who fight with Joshua, nobody try left good jab. You know, nobody. No, everybody before scare him. You understand? Everybody. You know this is true. Mm-hmm. He was easy, easy, no easy, easy work, easy money. And I think so. This is this will be. If I must be honest, for me, win uh, Klitschko. But I want. I would like win Joshua because Joshua this is future and I want one day coming London and fight with him you know but first is of course Brazil and, uh, and other guys but but for boxing will be better when Joshua winner but Klitschko is a lot better fighter but we will see you know everybody say ah Fury win with Klitschko yes but Fury was Fury was crazy this day you know he was not comfortable he was he was everybody who fight with this day with uh, who with uh, Fuge, no win with him. Look, he don't. He was a good jab. He was good hook. He he don't want to really fight. He was confident this day, you know. And Klitschko Klitschko know when he go with him like as hard, uh, Fury knock him out. And I don't think so. Uh, uh, Joshua will be fight like a Fury. He never fight like a Fury, you know. Fury is mm-hmm. Fury. For me, it's a little bit smart, you know, uh, like uh, Joshua. He's smarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he is smarter than Joshua. He's no, he's, no. He's, he's smart. Very... He's confident. And he's crazy. You know, he, he's really crazy. <laughs> he's crazy because every day you don't know what he do. Even I he like doesn't know guy. what he's gonna hey, do. I swear, I like this guy. You know, I remember when we was together. I don't know if he remember or not, but we talked uh, in a tournament, European champion. He every time go with father. He was uh, he was uh, bronze uh, bronze. He was bronze. I'm not sure or vice uh, European champion. I was the same vice European champion, you know. And we was together. I I remember father. He's every time. Let's go, Tyson. Let's go. You know, and it was funny because we remember him. But he was this. I remember him. You know, I remember Billy Joe Sanders. You know, mm-hmm. we was together. I remember a lot of fighter. I remember the gay, uh, Price. You know, we was together the same tournament. You know, senior everything. You know, and and I know it's England. The England guy is pretty good and very good now. You know, I think so. The best. 
world England have fighter now yeah we're doing well over here at the minute and the last question I've got for you Artur this is one that I know might not happen this fight might not happen but I would love to see this fight and I'm sure that you would too what would happen if Anthony Joshua was to face Deontay Wilder who wins oh and this is a hard question the same because I told you when you look when you watch uh, Wilder you think so he's easy I told you when you fight with him ah this is this is different, but I told you something. He, I think so. Wider is more fast, like him. You know, he have good jab, strong, maybe good. I don't. I never fight with Joshua. I not told you. You know, he fight with. Sorry, but when fight with opponents, opponents scare him. You know, mm-hmm. and this is this is different. And I, I I think so. He have good punch. This is this is true, but the same hard question. I don't know, but. If I must be honest, Joshua <clears throat> no scare nobody. Listen, what now will be fight Joshua? What what number fight will be now? Uh, he's had eighteen fights. He's one. Uh, listen to me. He will be fight eighteen fight. Look who fight eighteen uh, wider. Everybody was pussy. Sorry, but this is true. Yeah, it's true. Hey, listen to me. And now Joshua fight with Klitschko. Man, this is crazy. This is for me. If I will be promoter, I never uh, go him with Klitschko. Everybody yes, but no Klitschko because when Klitschko win him, I think so he win. Everything stop, you know, everything. Like a, now Joshua is like a king England, you know. Everybody Joshua, Joshua, Joshua. Uh, what happened when he loses? I think so he loses. I hope so not, but you know. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But it is going to be a really good fight. It really is. But okay. Yeah. Listen, Arto, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. It really has. I hope training camp goes well for you. I wish you all the best in your fight. God bless you, and we'll speak again very soon. Thank you, thank you. God bless you the same, and take care. Okay, now it's time for part two on this week's show. This part would normally be called the preview part, but seeing as there's nothing to preview, Ayaz has got this piece all to himself. It is going to be the news segment. So Ayaz usually does the news, and he's here once again with the news. So Ayaz, I know you've got a few different topics here this week. It's been a pretty dead week for boxing, but you're here with the news to spice it all up. So Ayaz, please bring in the first piece of news. Anthony Crawler will battle Jorge Linares in a rematch at Manchester Arena on March 25th. Yes, this is a fight that, of course, everybody knew uh, was going to be getting made. They said it straight away after Crawler lost the first fight. I think that there was a rematch clause, I believe. So um, it's been exercised and he's back out there. He gets another chance at, at, um, at Linares. Linares was absolutely incredible. A lot of people were saying that he's finished. He was over the hill. Well, if he is, then he definitely rolled back the clock in his last fight. He was tremendous. Um, you could The experience was tremendous. You know, just... Just the uh, the way he was able to leave it all in the gas tank sort of thing and then come on strong in the later rounds. He, he really showed his experience. Um, you know, it was a it was a it was pretty it was a pretty I won't say an easy win, but he just outclassed Crawler. And um, you know, Crawler was coming with some fantastic momentum, but it was all put to bed that night, and I think um, in my honest opinion, I don't know if Crawler will be able to be ten times better than what he was. You know, he had some great wins over uh, Barroso and over um, what's that other guy? That other guy that he beat. I has it's just slipped my head a sec. He beat Barroso. Who did he beat? Alex Perez. Perez, yeah, Perez. So yeah, he's had a great run beating both of those guys, but 
I think you know in there against someone like Linares, he's you know he's fantastic. He really is. So I can't see. I mean, I hope I'm wrong because Crawler's widely reported to be the best man in boxing, the nicest, nicest guy in boxing. But uh, he's definitely going to be up against it again. And now he's going in there as the challenger. You know, he's lost his belt. So. All the best of luck to Anthony Crawler. We truly do wish him the best of luck here on the Box Hard Podcast. Ayaz, roll us in with the next piece of news, please. Gavin McDonald will fight Ray Vargas for the vacant WBC Super Bantamweight title on February 25th. Yes, sorry for cutting you off there. Yes, uh, Gavin McDonald, you know, a friend of the show. He's been on a couple of times, maybe two or three times. Um, yeah, he finally gets his shot at the title. I'm very, very pleased for him because uh, the champion, of course, retired. So I'm not sure what that was about. I, I don't know if it was uh, some health issues. I, f- I might have heard that. I can't remember now. But, the, the you know, the main the main champion actually retired, so his belt become vacant, and Gavin McDonald was in the position to fight for it. So it's going to be vacant. It's going to be a WBC World Super Bantamweight title, as you said. Um, you know, out of all of the British world champions that we've got currently, we've got a bunch of them at the moment, you know, more than any other nation at the moment. We're proud about that. And that has been the way for... Um, quite a few months now we've we've held all these world champions you know we had 14 world champions at one point I'm, I'm not sure if I think we may we may have 13 now or 12 now but um, none of them had the WBC no one had a WBC belt until Tony Bellew which coincidentally is Gavin McDonald's stable mate now this is Gavin McDonald's chance to become the WBC world champion. We haven't had many, many, many WBC world champions in the whole history of of the sport, to be honest. So, um, you know, to to get on that very, very short list with a number of British fighters from history, it's going to be absolutely incredible. Also, his twin brother, Jamie McDonald, being the WBA bantamweight champion of the world. So, for two twins to hold world titles at the same time is just, you know, that is... I mean, you can't ask for more than that. That's just, it's amazing. So I really hope that they can do it. Uh, Gavin McDonald is a top lad, as I say. We've had him on the show before a couple of times. And um, I know that the, the other two twins at the moment, both holding world titles, are the Charlo twins. But I don't know if you, if the UK have ever produced two twin world champions. Not only that, but to both hold the world title at, at the same time. So um, all the best to Gavin McDonald in that one. And Ray Vargas, his opponent, he's 28-0, and 0, by the way. He's got 22 knockouts. He's definitely the big, big favourite over here. You know, he hasn't fought out of the, you know, the the continent of America. Most of his fights have been in Mexico. He's fought a couple of times in the US, but he's traveling over here. So Gavin McDonald's got the home advantage. It's over in Hull, of course, but uh, I just really hope that Gavin McDonald can do the job. You know, definitely, uh, I know that he's got the right man behind him in Dave Caldwell that could hopefully see him through this tough test. But um, Gavin McDonald also, we should say, he's undefeated in his 18 contests, 16 wins and two draws. So, yeah, we're all behind Gavin McDonald. That's enough said about that one. Ayaz, please bring us the next part of the news. And finally, Dominic Brazil will return to the ring to face Arthur Spilker on the Deontay Wilder undercard. Yeah, great fight. I'm really, really happy about um, Arthur Spilker being put on the big stage once again in his career. Uh, this one's going to be on February the 25th. So, yeah, I'm happy he gets another fight on a big stage, Spilker, because I personally had him winning that fight against Deontay Wilder until he got stopped. I think it was in the ninth round. So, um, yeah, I, I'm 
a lot, a lot of people didn't have him winning that fight. I really did. I think he was beating Deontay Wilder up. He was definitely outboxing him, in my opinion. Um, as I say, he then got stopped with a punch from the gods, which Deontay Wilder seems to find in most of his fights. But I'm really pleased for him to be on this stage. I really am. Um, but let's not mince our words. Let's just say it how it is, which is what we do. They're both victims of heavyweight champions, aren't they? Uh, you know, Anthony Joshua disposed of Dominic Brazil. Dominic Brazil, we didn't really get to see how good he was. He, you know, he didn't really, I don't think he landed a punch that whole entire fight. So he, he was terrible against Joshua. Whereas Spilka was really good against Deontay Wilder. So for me, in this fight, this far out, I'm going to pick Arthur Spilka to win this one. I think that, um, He's mixed it at the higher level, if you like. The only man, apart from Joshua, on Brazil's resume that you can recognise is um, Amir Mansour, who's you know as old as the hills, and he really struggled to win that fight. And Mansour, as I say, he's old as the hills. They were both absolutely gassing in like the third or fourth round, because if it went on any longer, they'd have both just passed out of exhaustion. It was terrible. But um, yeah, so both men in a big stage fight. I'm happy about it. Arthur Spilker seems like a nice guy. And, um, yeah, I hope... Well, I don't hope he gets the win. I hope the best man wins. But in my opinion, I'm going to go with Spilka. I, as you might see it differently, seeing as Brazil's an Olympian, he's he's only got the one loss on his record. Fair enough, it's to that animal at the moment. Anthony Joshua seems to have no flaws whatsoever. Who do you see winning that fight? I'm just going to ask you out of uh, Spilka and Dominic Brazil. I think, I think Brazil because of the experience. Yeah, but then... What experience are we talking about? Because as I say, just there, you know, apart from Amir Mansour, who's about 47, um, really and truly, I think he's about 42 or 43. But yeah, apart from fighting Mansour and apart from being dispatched of in easy fashion by Anthony Joshua, where are you saying he's learnt his experience? Are you talking about like amateur pedigree in terms of the Olympics or? Amateur pedigree and also because he's been, he's been, he's had, he's had the experience for the Olympics and he's took it on to, uh, the world stage. Yeah, I, I suppose I agree. He has been on the big stage with Joshua. That was pay per view, obviously. He's, you know, uh, to be honest, sometimes I, I don't think he knew what, what, you know, what it was all about. I think it took a bit out of him. So there was so much. I remember being at the press conference for that at the Sky Studios. He just seemed to be in awe of how big this fight was. He almost seemed like a little bit of a fan of Joshua's, which, you know, wasn't good. Um, I think he got under Joshua's skin at one point as well. I thought that that might have been able to play some sort of part in that fight. It might have been some sort of advantage of Brazil's, but he wasn't able to use anything. And he was a tough, tough guy, though. You know, like, he, he took a bang. I've got to be honest. I don't think that Spilka's going to knock Brazil out. I definitely see this as a points win for Spilka. I might even... Um, put a couple of pennies on that to be honest I think that that's going to be I don't think he's going to knock Brazil out Brazil took some serious shots against Joshua shame he didn't throw any back but he, he was able to soak up a lot of shots so I can't see Spilka um, troubling him you know in terms of a knockout I see it probably going the distance but um, Ayaz is that all the news for us is that nothing else to add at all yeah that's it that's, that's it for the news Okay, well, Ayaz, thank you very much for bringing us in this week's news. It's always good when you bless us with the roundup of the week of news of the boxing world, not just in the UK, but Ayaz brings it in from all the continents in the globe. So good stuff from Ayaz there. As I say, there was no preview part on this week's show because there's no fights to preview. Um, it's going to be hotting up very soon, so in the next couple of shows, there's going to be some more talking if you enjoy that part. But that's really it for all the talking from myself and Ayaz on part 
part two. Before we end part two and before we end the show, essentially, there's one last thing to do, and that, of course, is to welcome our second guest. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome a man that, to be honest, is like family to this show. He came on here on one of our first ever shows. He's been on since then, and he's back on now. It's, of course, Gavin McDonald. Gavin, welcome back on the show. I bet you're alive, pal. Yes, man, same as always. It's my pleasure to have you back on again. Um, it's funny, because I didn't actually know that for sure that we was going to get you on, so I was just talking all about your fight earlier on the show a couple minutes minutes ago, and now we've got you on. So, of course, you know, you've just announced a big piece of news that you were involved in this week, you know, and uh, I would have saved it for you if I knew that you was coming on, but I wasn't 100%. So it's out there. You're going to be facing the undefeated Ray Vargas for the vacant WBC Super Bantamweight World title on February 25th. Gavin, first question. We all knew a world title shot was in the pipeline. How happy are you that it's finally been delivered? Oh, I'm very happy. Um, you know what I mean? It's like it's, it's a dream come true, isn't it? You know what I mean? Every, every fighter wants to fight for a world title, but the WBC... If we, if we all admit, do you know what I mean, is, is the one we all want, and um, to fight for it and, and fight for it basically on home soil as well, um, just makes it a little bit, little bit more special. And, and what actually happened to the champion? Because I know that the belt was, um, you know, it was with the champion. Then he he retired. He vacated the belt. It's become vacant. What actually happened there? From from your understanding, I, I was a bit lost with what I'd heard about it. Yeah, um, obviously he won the title and then um, against Ruiz and then he, he's obviously decided to, to, to go out on a high, do you know what I mean? And, and thankful, I mean, I'm thankful that he, he wanted to do that because it gives me my shot a little bit sooner than probably expected. But um, yeah, he's retired and, and credit to him, like, so a lot of fighters, they don't really bow out when, when they want, do you know what I mean? They, they tend to go for that one, one more fight, one more payday. And, and, and come up short, do you know what I mean? But he's gone out a champion and for the rest of his days, do you know what I mean? He, he can always deny knowing that he, he went out on a high, do you know what I mean? As a as a as a champion, do you know what I mean? On on his own uh, on his own his own terms. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And about Ray Vargas, um, what do you know about him, Gavin? I know that he's, um, you know, he's he's obviously undefeated in twenty eight. He can bang a little bit. He, he's only fought in Mexico and the United States. He's going to be travelling to Hull here. But yeah, what do you know about him aside from the little basics I just said there? Um, obviously, I don't, I don't know too much, but I don't really read too much into into people because end of the day, do you know what I mean, it's a fight, do you know what I mean, and, and for me to get where I want to be. I've got to beat every man in me in my way, so um, it's actually no different to everybody else. Do you know what I mean? I train hard, I, I do as I'm told. Uh, Dave Corwell, he look into it, see, see what he's good at, what he's bad at, put the game plan together. Um, I'll have a little nosy, do you know what I mean? And and, and then uh, basically I'll just get in there and 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 beat him, whether it be our, uh, do you know what I mean? However I beat him, do you know what I mean? I just got to get in there, and I just got to do it. And I saw Eddie Hearn saying that he wasn't sure if any twins have become world champions at the same time. Obviously, we know that the Charlos have done it just recently, but they're, you know they're American. But from yeah. the UK, yeah. has it been established or confirmed that it's happened or not? Do you know? Um, I'm not. I'm not too sure. In all fairness, but it'd be nice. It would be nice for us to be the first. You know what I mean? Because, like I said before on, on interviews, um, you don't really play think too much about all that but when you retire the, the nice little um, accolades to have to your name and 
and it'd be nice, do you know what I mean, to write a little bit more history from where we are in Doncaster. We we are ticking on boxes, do you know what I mean, and, and doing stuff. Uh, but to say it's first in Great Britain, do you know what I mean, from Britain, um, yeah, it's a nice, it'd be nice to have that one. So hopefully we are the first, do you know what I mean, and I can go on there and win this world title uh, and claim that one. Yeah, absolutely. I hope he, I hope you guys are the first as well. And of course, it's the WBC belt. I was saying earlier that we're in a great place right now with British boxing. We've got all those world champions, but we hadn't had a WBC world champion out of all the bunch until Tony Bellew broke the mould. Yeah. And obviously, he's yeah. your stable mate. So what would it mean to you and the whole camp, even the guru Dave Caldwell, to have two WBC world champions in his gym? Well, it's just to show you, know what I mean, man. He, he, deep down, everybody knows that, that that that's the belt everybody wants. You know what I mean? You get your your different routes and whatever whatever crops up and whatnot. And um, you go down that route or certain fighters to avoid or whatever. But everybody first choice would be the WBC. And and I mean, for me to go out there and and and, and win this one, you know what I mean? It'd be a dream come true, and it, it, it just puts me on a level playing field. Alongside my brother, do you know what I mean? Who uh, was a couple of time world champion and, and he's been leading way, but um, yeah, he, he pulls it back for me. Uh, and then be upside alongside Tony, Jim, do you know what I mean, as a, as a main man. Um, so yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. Um, especially the number three out of four world champions in Jim, just goes to show um, how well Dave's doing with, with us all. Yeah, very, very underrated trainer. And you know, I was looking at the box rec rankings. Now, I know that they can be a bit questionable sometimes, but a bit of a business question I wanted to ask you. I looked at the entire top 50 fighters ranked in the Super Bantamweight division, and I was stunned at the lack of names, not only from Britain, but in the whole of Europe. Um, you probably wouldn't believe, believe what I'm going to say. There's only two guys in the whole of Europe in the top 50 uh, and those guys is yourself and Gamal Yafai so yeah don't, yeah. so does that suggest because obviously moving forward I know that obviously we're not going to be overlooking this fight it's, it's a huge task for you but from a business point of view where these guys are all like Americans and Japanese guys and stuff like that does that kind of make you feel like you would want to move up if you was to win this because the names aren't known to the average fan. It's a bit of a business question. I know that, again, we're not going to look too far forward, but is it a bit frustrating? Because if you was to win it and then you defend against someone who, you know, the hardcores know, but the the, the casual boxing fan wouldn't know. Um, no, I mean, obviously, I just I just focused on winning this, this, this one fight. I mean, I even never thought about no first defence or anything, do you know what I mean? But... Um, Traveling and fighting Americans—that's what I want to do. So, um, do you know what I mean? That—that's that, the box I want to tick. So, I mean, well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to. Do you know what I mean? Uh, first and foremost, I've got to got to beat Ray Vargas. Do you know what I mean? Who, who's quality fighting himself? So, um, no, I've not even—I've not really thought too much about anything else other than, other than this fight. So, um, I can't really. Yeah, I haven't really looked into it, so I uh, can't really give an answer on that one, no. No, that's all right, anyway, but it's, yeah. Yeah. But, but no, your brother's brilliant when he travels as well, so yeah, no, that, that'd be wicked. Yeah. And that's what true champions yeah. do, go over the world and, and defend their titles. Oh, no, yeah. 
Now, I'm sure that as well, if you was to win this belt, this will fuel your your banter when you exchange it with your brother. We all know that the WBC is the most prestigious belt. Yeah, that's it. That, that, that's, that, that's me that always me. It pulls me back into game hacking. I mean, he's got all these other belts and, and all these. And it's been round, done it, been there, done it. But obviously, this is the belt and it just, just puts me on level playing field uh, when it comes to bant, a little bit of banter and arguments and whatnot. I mean, it gives me my little bit of pulse, so a little bit more motivation there. Um, I mean, so, yeah, you've got to use every little bit, and, and there's little bits and bobs I take from all that and bunch and whatnot. I don't want to um, achieve more than me, brother. Do you know what I mean? It's what I want to do. Nobody wants me to be number two um, in anything, do you know what I mean? So, let alone my own family, I want to be, I want to be number one, so... Um, and so does he. So it's, he, he really, he, well, I think we're both raising our game. Me, me winning this, and then him obviously, then he's gonna have to raise his game. So then I'll give give him something to work with, as in motivation and whatnot. So he's gonna have to raise his game, and then you'll start seeing the the, the twin brothers. You know what I mean? Who then really announce on the scene. Yeah, absolutely. And the last couple of questions now, Gavin. Any news when Jamie's back out? I know that you know in his last fight it was a bit of a close one over in Monaco. Yeah, um, I'm not knowing. I mean, I've not really seen him uh, last couple of weeks. He's been away, chilling out with his family and getting a bit of sun and, and whatnot. But um, I'm sure Dave's got an idea. But obviously, um, I've not spoke to him or he's not let slip on old Johnny. So I mean, I could be back um, in gym. I would have thought next week or when he's back off his holiday in a week's time. So he'll be back and be giving and finishing camp and, and, and um, yeah, looking forward to his fight. I would have thought, oh, you'd think April time sometime, wouldn't you? Um, I, I know he would like to be out um, sooner the better, do you know what I mean? But obviously he needs time to, to get in, in good shape. So um, I would have thought no sooner than April. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not sure of the fights. What, the, what they're talking about, but there's a lot, there's plenty of names that get thrown around when it's when it comes to our kid, do you know what I mean? Because he's the main man in the division, um, do you know what I mean? So everybody wants to fight him, um, so hopefully he can nail a, a decent and, and a big fight. Yeah, and um, yeah, hopefully he ends up getting on that Joshua bill, to be honest. That's obviously, yeah, nice. Um, I want yeah. to ask you about that fight actually, Gavin, because I know that you know your boxing even outside of your weight division. Uh, how do you see that one playing out, Joshua against Klitschko? Um, I think Joshua is a is a man at the minute. Do you know what I mean? Um, I think he beats him, but I I think um, Klitschko is is going to raise his game. But I don't know whether he might is who he's being his age and whatnot. I mean, and Joshua's like a young a young man who's on a mission. Um, but I think uh, Klitschko obviously. He's, He's had that little bit of kick up backside, so we don't know. Do you know what I mean? And he's got the experience, but I just think uh, Joshua is too too young, too powerful. Um, so I just I can just see him beating him. Do you know what I mean? He might even stop him uh, mid to late at a fight. Do you know what I mean? He only only takes one. Do you know what I mean? He, he, we've all seen he, he's got that power. Do you know what I mean? Just to to beat anybody and knock him out. So I don't think uh, Joshua will win, but he might have a and an handy little fight for a few rounds, like you know I mean, which, which will be good. 
Yeah, we hope so. And the last question for you now, Gavin. Uh, I've got to ask you this. Obviously, you know, I know that he's your stable mate, but if you can yeah. try to, you know, r- remain as unbiased as possible, Tony Bellew against David Hay. Um, you know, it, it doesn't take an expert to say that Bellew is up against it in most people's eyes. He's up against it in most people's eyes, but um, not in mine. Do you know what I mean? Um, I generally believe Tony Tony will beat him. Do you know what I mean? And and and. And I think he might KO him, do you know what I mean? Um, it's what we all want to see, do you know what I mean? Because there's banter between them both, do you know what I mean? And, and obviously I'm siding with Tony. Uh, he's a friend of mine. He's, he's my stable mate. And um, and I hope and, and, and hope he does, do you know what I mean? Um, I can't see the fight either way going the distance, do you know what I mean? But I think Tony, and I hope Tony can KO him. Okay, fair enough. All right, we'll leave yeah. that there. But listen, Gavin, you already know, it's, it's my pleasure as always. It's always great talking to you. Thanks for giving us a bit of your time. Best of oh, luck for well. your fight, and we'll catch up Thank sometime you, after. Appreciate that, mate. Anytime, yeah. Okay, now it's time to conclude episode 64 of the Box Hard Podcast. I'd like to thank our two guests. We're famous for throwing together two completely random names together in our shows, and we've done it here once again. Thank you to Arta Spielka. Thank you to one of our all-time favourite guests, Gavin McDonald. Uh, thank you to all of the listeners that make this show as special as it is. Without you, we'd be nothing. So whether you've listened whilst eating a banana, wearing a balaclava, or riding a llama, we hope that you've enjoyed the show. But I do just want to throw it in there that if any of our listeners are doing any of those three, things it it would be pretty disturbing but imagine if someone actually did send in a picture of them on the back of a llama holding a handful of fruit whilst wearing a balaclava that would be hilarious but this is a boxing podcast what on earth is going on but that's it i've said enough so from myself and i as enjoy your weekends and we'll see you next week